Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Good morning, sports fans. Welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. Hopefully your Memorial Day weekend is getting off to a great start. We're going to be talking about the Lightning moving on to the second round. Also, the Rays, the hottest team in baseball. Going to touch on a few other topics as well. If you want to check in, the number, as always, is 877-448-7901. You can go to sports at Power at 901 and send me an email. We'll be right back to get the show going on Power 90.1. David was in big trouble with the IRS. At first, I only owed a few thousand, but each time I got a letter, it was worse. I was going to lose everything, my savings, my house, and after this year, it was out of control. Then David called the tax experts at Get a Tax Lawyer. Get a Tax Lawyer can help settle the debt and get you a fresh start. Don't mess with the IRS. Call 800-654-9116. 800-654-9116. That's 800-654-9116. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back to the show, guys. My name is Jim Barron. You are in the gymnasium, as always. We're talking about the Rays right now, I'll tell you why. Right now, the Rays are the team in baseball that nobody's talking about, and they continue to surprise fans everywhere across the country. They go under the radar so many times, but we have the best record right now in the American League with a 32-20 and 20 record going into the weekend and a one-game lead over the Boston Red Sox in the American League East. So we've won 12 out of the last 13, and I'll tell you, we don't show any signs of slowing down anytime soon. If you look at what we're doing here, we have great offensive production and outstanding pitching at this point. So those two things combined are going to win many games. We've talked a lot on this show that the pitching is there for the Rays. It's just a matter of the bats coming alive at the right times. And, you know, they have. If you look at what we've done over the last several games, uh, you know, we've raised our batting average as a team to 231, and we're averaging eight runs per game. That was before the series with, you know, the Kansas City Royals. We were 3.46 earned run average, and our pitching is third in the league behind the Yankees and the White Sox. So, you know, if, if you also look, we're doing a great job. We have one of the best records against teams with winning records uh, going 18 and 14. So if you combine all those things and, you know, through 51 games, you, you have a catching let me, let, me, let me just say that. Between um, Zanino and um, uh, Mike Zanino and um, Francisco Mieja, no, they have 14 home runs. It's been, I don't know how long since race catchers have had 14 home runs in a whole season, let alone you know, 51 games. So... Some offensive production, we're getting it from G-Man Choi. Since he's back off the you know, DL, he's been the plug, the spark plug that we've been missing. I mean, he's hitting 345 with two home runs and, and eight RBIs since he's been back. He's been having a hot bat leading the team. You know, we brought up Taylor Walls, like we talked about last time on the show, the rookie shortstop. You now he's brought some great energy to the lineup. Uh, very enthusiastic, his hustle out there and Overall energy when he's out there in the field. 
um, you know, his big league debut last uh, Saturday. He, I think he doubled from both the left and the right side of the plate, becoming just uh, one of the few people in the Major League Baseball history to, to do that, I believe. I think there might have been three overall. So I know a lot of times we get on cash for making some bad decisions or what we think as fans are bad decisions at some crucial times of the game. But I'll tell you what, the way that Cash has handled uh, the pitching staff with Josh Fleming and, and, and Kittredge and Ryan Thompson, Fairbanks, and a new guy that came over from the Brewers there, uh, J.P. Fireson, uh, you know, all those guys combined have an ERA under three coming out of the bullpen. So if you talk to the a typical baseball fan anywhere you know, uh, across the country here, I guarantee you they probably couldn't name you know, three, four players on this team. You now we've got the 26th largest payroll in baseball, uh, just around 60 million, 61 million. The Rays aren't ever going to have a lot of superstars or money tied up in, in big name players. I'm sure you're aware if you follow the Rays that Kiermaier is the highest paid player on that team, uh, currently being paid $11.5 million, I believe. And that's just the way that the um, that the Rays roll. So from a production standpoint on the field right now, there isn't a team playing any better than our Rays at this point. I think that uh, it's a little too early to start talking about anything other uh, then keep on winning. You don't want to look towards the playoffs. It's only been 51 games, like I said. So you want to focus on the next game. Cash and his staff seem to do a great job of getting the team focused. And, you know, the, the thing about this team is that, and this not just this year, but last year as well, and from as long back as you can remember, is that the guys on this team, they feed off of one another. They feel the excitement, whether it's Phillips. Um, one night, it might be Meja. The next night, Zanino hitting a home run. It might be a, um, anyone out there. Lau um, could be... Uh, Azarina, any one of them, you can just pick down the line. But they feed off of one another. They're playing winning baseball, and they really don't care who gets the credit. That's the main thing. These guys are just happy to be out there winning. That's the impression that I get as a baseball fan watching this team. If you want to you know, have all-star players that you follow that are perennial um superstars in the game, then following the Rays probably wouldn't be something that you want to do. It'd probably be pretty boring. But if you like watching baseball being played at the highest level of anywhere, which is what Major League Baseball is, and watch a bunch of guys that actually enjoy playing the game, and you don't see any animosity, you don't see any, you know, I'm sure there's things, I'm sure, you know, every once in a while something comes up, but it gets nipped in the bud, and they move on, and they find a way to go out there and win the next game, next man up. I think Cash has uh, used 50 different lineups in 51 games. I don't know if any manager has ever done that. And if there are, I'd like to know who it was and how they did. But uh, if you look at what he does, he makes you, as a player on this team, be ready to play at a moment's notice. You don't know a lot of times what the lineup's going to be, if you're going to be leading off, if you're going to be batting fifth, ninth, whatever it may be. So it keeps you on your toes. You can't argue with success. Of course, no, we have a right of fans to you 
you know, be able to uh, talk about some different things and what we liked, what we didn't like. But overall, you can't argue with what the team's doing. I'd love to hear your thoughts on um, what you think. Is the team, in your in your eyes, going in the right direction this year? Are they starting to gel as a team? What do you think they need to work on the most? And um, let me tell you what I think they need to work on the most. They need to be able to keep these distractions of what's going on off of the field uh, with their managing partner there, Stu Sternberg, Steinberg. If you look at what's going on with these uh, in the last couple of weeks, there's been a lawsuit filed against Stein- Sternberg um, from his partners on the team alleging that um, – you know, there's some misallocations of funds, um, some the books not being the way they should be. And, you know, basically they just really can't um, find some things from a business standpoint that are making sense with what um, Sternberger is saying. And basically people don't want to work with him. And it's not just not just his partners. The lawsuit is from his uh, minority-owned partners. So we're going to see where that all plays out. But that's something that, you know, he's out there now saying, well, you know, we have the Nashville market that uh, would be a great place for a team to be um, moved to or play out there. You know, and of course, he's been talking about Montreal with his idea of playing the split season half the year down here and half the year up there in Montreal, which I think is a totally ludicrous idea. And I don't see that happening especially not with this team. So, you know, he's throwing teams out there, maybe, or locations, like I said, Nashville, potentially Vegas, and, of course, Montreal. They're not going to really go anywhere to 2027 if they do because of what they have uh, in their contract legally with the, the city of St. Petersburg, the mayor down there, Kreisman. He can't work with Steinberg. And even if he wanted to, which at this point, he's gone to the point where he doesn't want to because he hasn't had any success. And you know, Steinberg is um, you know, saying one thing one day and something else the next day. It makes it tough to really work with someone in that capacity. And if you look at what's going on with the lawsuit right now, with the litigation, he may not be able to um, work out any type of deals anyway with anyone. He being Sternberg, the, uh, like I said, the managing general partner, he may not have the ability to uh, put any contracts or pl- in place regarding a new stadium or, or a new location. So you have people like the mayor of, of St. Pete Christman not wanting to work with him. Uh, Mayor of Tampa here, Jane Castor, says that she will work with him. That location in Ebor would have been a great, great place for the team to be. And I think that you know it still may come to fruition the way things go around here, but it would have already been a done deal and it could have already started to break the ground and go forward. The fact was, though, he did not, and he being Sternberg, did not want to pay for half of the stadium like the county wanted them to do. And don't forget, he's crying poverty, and and I don't know the books. I don't know exactly all the numbers that they're making, and I'm not sure that anybody really has the exact number. But don't forget that there is a you know, $530 million worth of TV revenue that he has already gotten. He signed a billion-dollar deal over 10 years with Major League Baseball for uh, TV rights. So that alone, I mean, if you look at if you look at the team, they're probably $25 million a year to pay for the 
stadium and whatnot, he definitely could have afforded to go ahead and, uh, you know, make it work down there in that location, but he didn't want to. Don't forget, Tampa is the 11th largest um, market in, in the in the country here. So uh, we have over 3.6, 3.8 million um People living here in a population. So it is a good area. If you look at what are the other owners doing, look at the Glaciers. Uh, what are they doing with the Bucks? I mean, they put that team in place. They, coaches and um, people that run the team, the general manager said what we needed. He went out there. He, he allowed them to go out there and pick up people. I won't go through the names. Of course, you know, you have Brady, Gronkowski go all through the line. The people that we need put the people in place to put the puzzle together to win the chip. And that's what we did. Same thing with Vinick. Um, what he did with the Lightning. The Lightning needs something, you know, if it makes sense to do, we go out and we do that. And he puts together and he gives that to the fans. And, you know, the, the, the fans love that organization. The organization loves the community. It works hand in hand. The Rays, they have the same type of makeup with that team. They just don't have the same type of ownership set up. And that's a shame right now. So basically what I really hope happens is that somehow Sturberg can go and find one of these locations that he wants to move a team to and just go and put a team there and keep this team here. Let some local interest go out there and buy the team locally, keep it here and, you know, continue the successes that these guys have. And, you know, we'll be hoisting uh, three different trophies instead of just the two that we had last year, almost a third one, but we only had two. So anyway, that's my rant on the Rays right now on the field. They're spectacular. And I just hope that they can keep all the nonsense that's going on regarding the team that we just talked about outside of the diamond away from their activities and production on the field. Again, love to hear your thoughts. 877-448-7901. We'll be right back to keep the show going. Now, in-home or in-office do-it-yourself COVID-19 testing is available to you. And the results are 99% accurate. Save your time and be safe by avoiding the lines and crowds. You can test yourself and your family members at home. Test your employees at work, making sure your workplace is safe. Simply call Citation Bioscience at the number we're about to give you to order your COVID-19 testing kits. When they arrive, follow the simple instructions and send them back to us with our prepaid shipping. Results are ready the next day in 95% of the cases. And remember, they are 99% accurate and reimbursable by your insurance company. Save your time, stay safe, and avoid the crowds. Order your COVID-19 kits now by calling this number now. 800-433-8399. 800-433-8399. That's 800-433-8399. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, guys. Talking about the Lightning. Yes, the Tampa Bay Lightning moved on to the second round after beating the Florida Panthers 4 to nothing on Wednesday night. Uh, they won that series four games to two, and now they're going to move on to play the um, Carolina Hurricanes. And that schedule is going to be tomorrow, Sunday, uh, at 5 o'clock, I believe, and then Tuesday up there in Carolina, first two games up there. And then they'll be home here at the Amelie on Thursday and Saturday. 
I don't believe the times have been established yet for those games down here, but the one up there will be Sunday and Tuesday. So I'll tell you what, Vasilevsky, I think, was the MVP of that first series. Again, he stopped 29 shots and the Lightning's win on uh, Wednesday night, another shutout. There's nothing like, uh, I thought that was a good series. I thought it was going to be close. And uh, the Lightning came out and they did what they had to do. Uh, slowed down um, Florida when they had to. Made a couple adjustments off some face-offs and got the defense playing a little bit better uh, with Hedman leading the crew down there. So, but Vasilevsky, he's like that final line of defense, obviously. And when he's on, it's really tough to... Um, get anything past him. You're going to find something that goes, you know, when he can't see, when he's blocked, whatever it might be. But when he's playing his normal self, I don't believe there's a better goalie in uh, the world world right now than him. So we um, liked our chances in the first round. It's always a tough one. Again, I am amazed at how quickly Kucherov, Stamkos, um, got ready to play back together. I mean, it takes time. I don't care how good you are in any sport, but when you're away for a while, like Kucherov was for the whole year, it takes some time to get back into the the, the, the vibe of the game and be able to be with your teammates and you know have a couple games under your belt maybe and ease into it. There's no easing into the playoffs. He got thrown into f- the fire the first game. He actually scored in the first game. Had a great series. So look forward to seeing him, what he can do again. Their power play right now, I think they're um, operating on 46%, if I saw that stat right, earlier in the week on power plays. So when you have him out there with Hedman at the point and Sam Close on one side and uh, point in the middle, uh, it's I tell you what, good luck to try and stop that power play. Anyway, as long as we stay smart it's, and keep the guys healthy out there, um, I think that we can continue our success. Now, saying that, we're playing the Hurricanes. The Hurricanes are a very, very good team. Uh, I think they're one of the top three teams in, in the whole league. So they they had a great year. I think they had 80 points, uh, probably the most in the East. But if you look at what they do very well, they they move north and south very good. Uh, they're, they're a fast team. And they, they give us some problems, to be honest with you. So it's not going to be a cakewalk by any, by any stretch of the imagination. We did play eight times this year. And I believe that uh, we won four, four games, three with one, uh, with one tie. So um, we, we have some very, very close games against it. I do believe they had two shutouts against us as well. So uh, they're going to have 15,000 fans up there, I believe, in the stands. Just um, as we are down here getting ready, they increase the attendance. So it's the, the home ice does now come into effect. It did not last year. Some people say that uh, last year's uh, playoffs, the season was easier because they didn't have to travel and uh, have the ups and downs with all the enthusiasm or um, 
animosity with the other team traveling back and forth. But you know, I, that had its problems as well. So I'm not taking anything away from their win last year. But living in the present right now, we have to find a way to, I think, get into a tighter checking game with Carolina. They're a little bit different than what we just saw with Florida. Florida wanted to uh, be a little scrappier and, um, you know, maybe open it up a little bit. But uh, this team that we're playing, they're a very, very, very solid team. And I don't look for it to be any lopsided victories in this game. I would think that each game is going to be no more than uh, a two-goal victory for in any of the games. So I look for, a, again, a drawn-out series, probably at least six games, maybe maybe the seven, and we'll see what happens. But I'm sure that you know, Cooper's going to have them ready. And from what it looks like right now, everyone seems to be healthy. And we had an extra day of rest with um, – with Carolina having to play on Thursday night, they won four to three in overtime in that game. So I believe they beat the Nashville Predators in that one. So you know, as we get deeper into the into the playoffs here, it, it gets harder. This is the way it should. Uh, again, would love to hear your comments and what do the Lightning need to do to keep the momentum going? Momentum's always going one way or the other, guys. It's either in your favor or it's going against you. For example, with the Rays right now, it's going with us. It's in our favor. Lightning right now, we're doing what we have to do. It's in our favor as well. I want to do talk about a little bit an incident that happened at the Lightning game. You had... He had a, a, a fan, 11-year-old uh, boy, and his, I guess his, I don't know if it was his mother or someone that was sitting uh, in the premium seating at Amelie. And I, uh, the Lightning have a policy that uh, during the playoff games, you cannot wear an opposing team's sweater or jersey um, when you're sitting in any of those seats because you're on TV all the time. And, and they did that because of what happened, I think, back in 2015 when you had the um, Chicago Blackhawks fans buying up all the tickets and, and um, you know, monopolizing all those seats. And so the uh, Lightning have a policy where you can't wear that. And it got to a little bit the person who was being told that they have to um, either change their jerseys that they're wearing or else move to other seats or else get a refund, but they weren't able to stay there and in those seats with, with the jersey on. Uh, they videoed that. Whoever was there took a video of it and posted it on social media as everything gets done these days. And it's all over the place. And as of uh, last night, the Lightning now have a policy where they're not going to um, enforce that anymore. I, I think it's the right move to not enforce it. I, I really believe that, um, you know, I, I think we have enough fans to go there and buy tickets and with our jerseys on. This is this is Tampa. It's a little bit of a different market. Go to a Rays game when they're playing the Yankees, when they're playing the Red Sox, and what do you see? So it's, it's up to us, the fans, to go ahead and change that. And uh, if you have a jersey on sitting on the ice in the second row or um, Chase Club or one of those places, so be it. You know, it is what it is. You know, wear the, wear the jersey and, you know, you know root for your team and, and, and see what happens. But you shouldn't be told that you can't wear something to be able to go to a game and root your team on. I know I'll, I'll, that's a lot of other people thought differently of that. A lot of... Um, 
you know, other people in the sports industry doing some um, broadcasting on the radio and TV thought differently of that. But I, I really believe that that rule should be uh, put on the back burner and, and not brought out anymore. Let the fans wear what they want to wear and um, keep it going that way. So your thoughts? 877-448-7901. Lightning rolling, rays rolling. We'll be right back to talk with some more sports. You listen to the Jimmy B Show. I'm your host, Jim Barron. You are in the gymnasium. We'll be right back. The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at The Property shopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, guys. As we talk about the playoffs, we also have the NBA playoffs going on at the same time as the NHL playoffs. Uh, got the East going against uh, teams from the West in the finals, but up until that point, you got some great matchups. You had the Knicks playing Atlanta, in the East, um, that's that's a good series for the first time in many years. The Knicks fans are, you know, filling Madison Square Garden and, uh, you know, making some noise out there. I'm going to talk about them in a second. But right now, uh, they came back. They won a couple games. So they're doing well in their series against Atlanta. You have Brooklyn, who seems to be the juggernaut in that Eastern Conference. They're at Boston this weekend. Uh, going into the weekend, Brooklyn's up two games to zero. So the Celtics really need to figure out an answer pretty quickly to be able to stay alive in this series. I don't think that Boston will be able to um, contend with Brooklyn, and they'll probably get wrapped up. Boston may win one game over the weekend, but Brooklyn should cruise in four or five games at the most. Um, if if you look at the uh, the New York Atlanta, that's that's kind of tough to pick. I'm not sure who's going to win that one, but I would think that um, they're very evenly matched teams, and it's going to come down to a couple of big plays here or there. Uh, you also have uh, the Sixers. Sixers are playing at Washington. Uh, the Phillies leading that two games to none. Embiid's playing well. He's leading the team. You have Ben Simmons. Um, I'll tell you what, that team, if uh, they're kind of going under the radar right now, which is good for them because usually there's some type of, you know, animosity or something going on uh, against the Sixers with Doc Rivers there. It's made a difference, I feel, in the development of uh, Embiid as well as Simmons maybe being a little more a little more aggressive. So we'll see what happens in that series. I think that Philly should win that one. Um, then you also, you know, have some in the West playing, you have a big one, big surprise is the Clippers and Dallas. Uh, the Clippers, many people picked the Clippers to win the Western Conference this year. Uh, I actually, I had, I had um, the Lakers winning that with Dallas coming in second. Um, but a lot of people said the Clippers, they're down 0-2 right now in their series against the Mavericks. 
Dallas stole the first two games out there in L.A., and now they're home for two games this weekend. So, you know, they, they could possibly wrap it up. I don't think that's going to happen. I think that the Clippers come back, make it a good series. But when you have players like Luka Doncic out there, um, you know, he's leading their team. He's a very hard matchup for any team. Uh, and Porzingis, when he's playing well, when you got Porzingis out there, seven foot three player, being able to hit a three point field goal and then, you know, take it to the hoop. And, you know, obviously Black blocks some shots uh, at that height. So between him and Doncic out there, it's going to be a handful for any other team in the West, including the Lakers, to be able to uh, put this team away. It should be interesting what happens in that one. You have Denver at Portland. Um, Denver is up in that series 2-1 to one going into the weekend. They play later on today. And Milwaukee at Miami. Uh, Milwaukee is going to probably wrap that up in the next game or two. They're up three games to none. But um, uh, Milwaukee is a very well-rounded team with the Greek freak out there. Middleton, I don't see... Um, I don't see Miami being able to come back and win that series, but you know that's why you go out there and play the game. I said that I would come back a little bit. Um, well, let me talk about Phoenix first. Phoenix is playing the Lakers. Now there you go. You have you know Phoenix is a um, two seed and Los Angeles was a seven seed. The Lakers, but the Lakers are favorite to win the series. Go figure. Um, you know between LeBron and Anthony Davis when they are when they are healthy. And that's a big if because it seems every other game, uh, one of them is going down with something. Uh, Anthony Davis in the last game, he's always he's always hurt with something. But nonetheless, they're out there playing. They have uh, the lead right now over Phoenix, two games to one. That's will probably go six games, maybe even seven in that series. Pretty evenly matched. I do think the Lakers have a little bit more um, more skill and more. What's uh, the word that I'm looking for? A little more skill, a little more knowledge, a little more uh, maturity to go out there and win that series. So I look for them to win. Uh, I said I get back to the Knicks. Uh, these playoffs, I don't know what's wrong with some of these fans, but in both the Sixers, Sixers Washington series, the Knicks and Atlanta series, and in the uh, Utah-Memphis series, you have fans that are, you know, acting like a bunch of morons. You have a fan in Philly dumping popcorn on, Der on Westbrook as he's leaving the, uh, the floor. You have fans in New York uh, being rude and, you know, um, comments, racist comments. Um, against Trey Young out there playing. Yeah, same thing in Utah going on against Memphis. There, you got some fans that are being um, banned from these games for acting like total morons. I don't understand what they're thinking. Yeah, I know that, you know, COVID's been around and people have been in the house for a long time and maybe they forgot how to act out in society. But what they're doing is... Um, you know, pretty much ridiculous. You have you have fans in in, in New York spitting on people. Um, I can't think of anything that's you know much lower than actually spitting on someone. So if they were out in a public setting 
and someone you know spits on someone, I would think that there'd be some charges filed, especially with what's going on with uh, COVID right now. So a little common sense, a little decency goes a long way. The guy that dumped popcorn from Philly on Westbrook's head, um, you know, he felt brave because he was, you know, in the upper in the upper deck, and Westbrook was nowhere near him. Because I can tell you, it's a good thing for that guy that Westbrook wasn't able to get to him because it would be the last time that that guy dumps popcorn on anybody. So um, I, I'm being a little, I'm ranting and raving a little bit here because I don't understand the thought process of these fans. You can go out there, and I'll tell you what, LeBron said something, and I don't agree with much of what LeBron says. But he said something that I do agree with. He goes, yeah, we go out there. We're uh, we're used to, you know, people saying to fans, you know, comments. A lot of it's not, you know, what you want to hear sometimes. The booze, whatnot. There's vulgarities that once in a while are, are put in there as well. That's okay. But there's a line that you don't cross. And, you know, everyone, the players and the fans know what that line is. And then that's all true. So I, I give LeBron credit for saying that. And I hope that. Um, the fans pretty much, um, you know, understand that if they do that, they should be fined and then banned from going to those games. So um, it should be a great weekend with all the games. Like I said, the the Lightning will be playing on Sunday. The Rays are two games today and tomorrow against the Phillies. Rays being the hottest team around should be a, a good couple days for them as well this weekend. Um, and again, anything you guys want to talk about, the playoffs, the NBA, feel free. Shoot me an email, jimmybsports.com. Just click the box and shoot an email for the game. Um, also, uh, I want to say, uh, everyone, please take a moment this weekend and uh, reflect on what Memorial Day is really all about. And, you know, at the same time, to go out there and have a great time with your friends and family and festivities. Thank you for joining the show and listening it's always uh great to have you it always goes by too fast but we'll be back next week to talk some more positive things about the lightning the rays the bucks and everything else this is jimmy b saying have a great weekend happy memorial day we'll talk to you next time